0: Oh, that's because the power doesn't work in here that's okay what room are you in i was
1: about to ask what's that what room are you in that the power doesn't work oh
0: the girls room
1: their power doesn't work
0: yeah the the breaker tripped when it rained really bad and i just i was like no one's in here so who cares i'll just because it was raining and i didn't want to go out there and get electrocuted standing in water you know well
1: yeah. was days ago, just I know, and then I forgot ago. all about it until
0: just now. All right, <clears throat> leave me alone. My life is complicated.
1: Is it? It's complicated. Very Rick.
0: much so. It's
1: complicated. Is it? So complicated.
0: The most complicated.
2: Hi and welcome to oh, Wow! That was really loud. Do you
1: need to count yourself down? No, well,
2: I did it for like the to be consistent. <laughs> Hi and welcome to. It's going to get stupid. Your favorite. I'm going to say podcast. This is going off the rails really fast because I said
1: don't say podcast. You just said
2: don't say podcast, and I said podcast. This is what happens when we change things up, and I don't know what's happening, and my brain doesn't work anymore. And I'm leaving this as the intro. So I am so everyone glad can we be witness, I am so everyone glad can we witness what happens when you change things up for me.
1: This is true. This, this is, is very true. true. Yeah. I'm
2: working on it in therapy. So <laughs> don't tell me I need help because I'm getting help. It's just not done yet. Therapy is a journey, not a quick fix. Hi, I'm Jose. <laughs>
1: and I'm Holly.
0: And I'm Rick. <laughs> oh, man. Thank y'all for joining us. This is so great. I'm so glad that I decided that I'm the only one that doesn't need to intro because it's been awesome. It's so great.
1: Has it been awesome? It really
0: has. It has. not, And it's really made me feel valuable and valued <laughs> no, as a sad. member of this hosting committee. <laughs> 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 because I've done, but I've done it like 75 times. So I've, I've made mistakes too, and and I've gotten down to a science, but it's it's hilarious. I love it. Um, oh my gosh! So thank y'all. Thank y'all for joining us today. Uh, today we're going to talk. We're. I mean, I don't think there's going to be many laughs, but I, you know. Um, so last week, uh, verdict came down in the Brianna Taylor case, and it it was for some people what we all expected, yep. and for some people it was you know justice served, and for some people they don't even know about the case, they don't care. But I really felt it was important. Um, one, I, I if you don't know, I'm half Hispanic, half black. Rick is Hispanic. We're both married to Caucasian women, so we have mixed children. Happily. Yeah, <laughs> yes, very happily. And um, But I say that just because we've been, you know, I it's a weird place to be. I've been in this place before, but, like, I, I don't know how to feel about this all the time, and especially with this case. So I wanted to talk about it and, and really, you know, we're not just doing all only pop, pop culture stuff all the time. We really want to talk about things and, and hash them out. And, and, yeah, it'll probably get stupid. And we want you to <laughs> listen to us, disagree, yep. comments. We want to create, we're going to create a commentary. So if you do want to reach out and talk about this, um, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com is our email.
2: You can tweet us at IGTG yes show.
0: You can go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid and post things there.
2: You can post photos and tag at It's Going to Get Stupid on Instagram. See, I wasn't negative
0: about Instagram this yeah, time. Yeah, good. You're so negative on Instagram. Like, <laughs> I hate it. Oh, get, kids, get off my lawn with your Instagrams. Um, YouTube.com, and you can search It's Going to Get Stupid Podcast. I am going to add episodes. the
2: old recordings to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to. Someday. I promise.
0: And then, when the Instagram is oh, yeah. taken down.
2: And then we have a phone number, 281-698-7043. Feel free to call us. Leave us a voicemail. And share your thoughts about what we're, what we're discussing. and if there's things that you want to hear us talk about, yeah. uh, let us know, For sure.
0: I also want to say not to diminish any of our intellect or anything, but we're not experts on this matter. <laughs> we don't know everything about. we don't know everything about every single part of a case. Um, so you know it is a lot of feelings, but there are some you know some some meat and fact behind here. So um, if you're not familiar with the Brianna Taylor case, uh, police were at her door uh, at night. They were, ser- they were serving a no-knock warrant, which got changed to an actual knock warrant. So they knocked on the door. This is what the police claim. Uh, they announced themselves as police. They rammed the door down because nobody entered. When they did that, shots were fired at them. And so they returned fire, um, s- striking and killing Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor did not fire at them. Her boyfriend was there at the time, Kenneth Walker, and he uh, uh, allegedly is the one that shot one of the police. He shot back and actually shot one of the police officers. Um, According to the. There was a it went kind of under the radar because this happened along with George Floyd and and a couple of other high profile uh, police shootings and, and, uh, and killings. And so. Um, But, you know, once the movement got started and the protest happened, people remembered this story and they brought it up and they really wanted to see justice in this case uh, because Breonna Taylor did not have a criminal record. She was not doing anything wrong. And um, still the police came in and shot her. Uh, Now, there was obviously a lot more to the behind the the back story. But I thought this was an interesting case because Rick and Holly, when I first heard about this, um, I want to be honest, my first thought was. Well, that was just a mistake. That was just an accident that happened. That's a tragic event, like everyone else is saying. And it does not; it's not race related, and it doesn't belong in the same conversation. Right. Um. I don't know. What did y'all think?
2: Yeah, I mean, it. it, Yeah, uh, I'll. I'll agree. At first, it seemed like just like a a mistake of circumstance. Um. And but what I think what's kind of unraveling in in what we're seeing in society and culture is that. even if you still view that this as a mistake of circumstance, the, the actions that are being taken afterward, I think are what are starting to, to kind of show where people stand uh, on these topics.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like, it's not so much as like, um, I, I, I 100% believe that every single one of those police officers should be charged, arrested, and that's it. That's, I mean, I, I can't, I don't know all the, I don't know all the exact details or the law, right? Um, yeah. But here's the thing. If what they did was justified, then we need to change the laws. <laughs> we can't yeah. – you can't – You. and this isn't – because this isn't the first time this has happened, obviously. There have been several times where police have, have burst into a place, fired a lot of shots, killing somebody, whether somebody shot back or not, in whether it was the right place or not. Yeah. So – and and I – I can't remember if in those cases they were reprimanded, and they probably were, right? They're probably fired for what they did, or some of them. Um, but, you know, something needs to change because this doesn't happen everywhere else where we have a civilized society. Yes, it happens in uncivilized societies where the police are corrupt, but it shouldn't happen here. This, just I mean, even if it's a small percentage, it should be as close to zero as possible, like zero. <laughs> or, or
2: that should be the goal, is is working towards eliminating these mistakes from happening. Right. And I, I think that's the big thing that we don't really hear about right now is we hear like, you know, when these things come up we hear like, oh, okay, it was, it was a mistake that police officers um, or who, whoever, you know, made a mistake and, you know, their facts weren't, weren't correct. Well then if this continues to happen, like if, if your kids make a mistake, right. If they continue to do it over and over, you ground them and you make, you make corrections to where, you know you 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 stop those mistakes from happening in the future and what seems to be missing is an ex- like any sense of accountability of of when these when these situations take
1: place well in this particular case the really stupid thing is the warrant was to search her apartment to find her ex-boyfriend who was currently incarcerated so they were trying to look for someone who they had already in custody, and it's like so there was a like breakdown in communication yeah. throughout the entire process.
2: Yep, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it's, and this you know, and and here's the thing: here's the other side of that coin because. Um, You know, before I'll be transparent because I love being transparent with our listeners. Right. Is we don't want to be divisive here. This is not about. Right. You know, cops are bad Uh, because I had a conversation with a relative of mine and I was just trying to share what what you just said, Rick, about the police officers need to be accountable. And and I, I get that right now them going because I had this trust me I've already had all these conversations uh, people think that hey well they were held accountable they went before the grand jury and you know they were they were found not to be in error except for one of them for shooting into the wall right mm-hmm. but I'm like yeah but that's this that doesn't just because the system finds them like they enter into this current system which is set up to protect police because it is right I mean yeah. and and you kind of want it to be that way because here's the thing the reason I talk about not not being divisive and, and the flip side is that policeman's job is very difficult, right? Okay, so you're serving a warrant to go find somebody, find drugs, find whatever. You don't know what's on the other side of that door. Yeah. I don't know why they did I don't know why all the decisions were made, but I do know one thing, that they had a legal right to do what they did. Right. They had a right to not they had they had to get a no knock warrant, which is hard to get in the first place. Then they changed it to a knock warrant, but they had to get a no knock warrant. So they had evidence. They had something that got that warrant. Then they knocked the door down and someone fired at them. Yeah, they don't they 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 announced themselves, whatever the case may be. I don't know what it's like to be next to somebody, seeing them get shot, if that was what happened and then fearing for my life. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not in those situations. So we have to remember that when we talk about the police, they are not just, they're not the bad guys. That's not what it is.
2: Definitely not. And they definitely put themselves in a, in a daily, like it's, it's one of those jobs where I was thinking actually about this last night. I'm a web developer uh, by trade and (laughs) the most
0: dangerous (laughs) job in the world. The
2: mortality rate for a web developer, I would assume is next to zero right? Like that I'm going to die because of my job, right? Or that my life is going to be in risk because of my job. I might develop carpal tunnel syndrome and I might develop lower back problems and maybe some eye strain. Um, Jose's an inside sales. So, you know, he he might lose his voice from talking on the phone for too much. Well,
0: a lot of, a lot of inside sales, they die from liver failure because they're alcoholics.
2: Because of drinking.
0: But But not
2: me. But, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't get into a car. I don't put on a uniform, and I don't put my life at risk every single day. Um, and I think you know, along with this desire for more accountability for for people that make mistakes in these um, vocations, um, I think we also need to do a better job of making sure that they're okay to be in this line of work. And it, now that, that doesn't mean like scrutinizing them to where like they're forced out of their their um, forced out of their job. What it means is doing a better better time a, a better job of communicating with them like, "Hey, how are you doing today?" and what can we do to make sure that you're still capable of making sound decisions in high stress situations where it is a matter of life and death, um, just like the mental health issue that we have in our country, I don't think we as a country take enough time to dig into to people and really think like are you okay? Can you can you still do this job? It's not a it's not a, a question of who you are as a human being. It is a question of you've been doing this for X amount of years. Are you still capable of of doing this uh, in in a in the correct in the correct manner? Right.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you think about um, the? defunding the police movement. And now I want to clarify for people that may not know what defunding the police means. It does not mean that you take away all the funds that, you know, they, right. you remove all their funds. What it does mean is you reallocate some of their funds and eliminate some of their job <clears throat> functions that could be done by another agency. Right. Uh, that may be better suited for it. So what do you think about that, Rick? Uh,
2: so for me, uh, I'm a big proponent of education um, with, with any situation. Um, it all boils down to education and everyone having the same opportunities as each other. I mean, that's what we're fighting for, right? That's what a lot of people are fighting for is is equality and equity in the system that we have. Because it, right now, it's unbalanced. Um, you know, you can agree with that or not. the The reality of it is is that this system that we live in is is for the most part unbalanced, right? It it might look differently from your perspective, um, but that th- that's the truth. The better education, the better we get at educating everyone, the better we get at making sure that people are actually okay from a mental health perspective, from a vocational perspective, from a, you know, can you put food on the table perspective uh, every single day, I think would go a long way to not needing such a strong and active police force, to where they get overworked, they're running ridiculous shifts. I mean, uh, you know, Again, I'm a developer. Sometimes I'll work, you know, 22 hours straight just to get a job done. And by the end of that 22 hours, I'm making really bad decisions on executing code, right? But yeah. I don't have a gun in my hand. I'm not putting I'm not putting my life in danger. I'm not putting somebody else's life in danger. And if we can reduce the strain on the police force, then we can allow them to not be overworked and not make poor decisions. Or like we're no longer creating scenarios where they're at risk of making poor decisions.
0: Yeah, yeah we're not we're not going to make their and it's hard, right? Because I think it's not an all. It's not like hey, every single state or every single city defund you know defund the police, disperse them. However, yeah, it's not it's not about that because some other agencies might not be strong enough to take that on. But in a major metropolitan, maybe you do something like that for certain. Areas, communities. You know, I think I think you really have to look at it where the area is at because obviously, if it's a high crime area and a lot of gang activity, you don't want to remove all the police.
2: No, we lost Jose for a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, Holly, you and I have talked about this where you know it's it's like strain on the system. Oh, we lost Jose. We got cut off already. are you better renner.
0: <laughs> renner heard it he's like i'm mad i'm so mad right now guys go back to talking about movies <laughs> um
2: but holly and i have talked about this you know a lot over the last few months just like the strain on on the system that that influences these situations
0: yeah
1: yeah and the, i mean the police are called out for every little thing like a noise violation or like even if an ambulance is called, they also send a police car, and it's like there's so many things. It's like it's just not necessary. So I mean, I think reallocating some of those funds to provide a better system yeah. to take care of the community um, is important. And it's not. I mean, we definitely still need the police. I mean, I yeah, I I believe that I I do like support the the police force, but I. I I mean, of course, I don't support like some of their actions, but I mean, I think it all just boils down to if they just had a job to do and not all this extra stuff. I I'm, I don't know. I just think it's uh, I mean, you just give them so much, then they just feel uber powerful and they just, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it can I mean, with any job, you just if you're in charge of everything, then it's like, OK, well, I'm just going to make I'm going to make decisions and just go with it and it'll be okay. And yeah. it's not okay.
0: Yeah. yeah and I, I know how I feel when I'm frustrated at my job and frustrated with things. And, you know, I, I think from the mental health standpoint, we have to make sure that our police officers um, are are getting the help that they need. Not, not that they're like, you know, quote unquote crazy, but, you need you need stress relief you need to talk to people about things you need to talk you need to be able to talk about what you're experiencing out there because they experience some crazy crazy things that aren't dangerous but they're just they eat at your soul man and we have to recognize some of that right and that creates a bias with people yeah. and the <clears> this <throat> our society doesn't help with like limiting the influence of those biases in everybody so Um, obviously you're, you're going to handle people differently and you're going to think about people differently. And so, you know, bringing it back to this case, it wasn't necessarily the action that I think incited anything inside of me. It was the reaction to it from people. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is, this is the thing, like we have to talk about this more, not shy away from it, but we can't be in an echo chamber of like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, And I agree with everything you're saying. You have to listen to people that you don't agree with and that's okay because they have a different perspective. Um, What I find is a lot of people just don't believe that there's discrimination in there at all. And I'm like, you have all of these African-American people saying that they are discriminated. So either they are all just victim liars or there's some truth to it.
2: Yep. And mm-hmm.
0: there's a lot of truth to it, you know, because personally, I've never been discriminated. I, I mean, I don't feel like I have. I don't, you know, I might be oblivious to it, but I, I've never experienced the kind of discrimination they're talking about. Um, but I've heard several of my friends yeah. who are minorities talk about it all the time. And it depends on where you live. It depends on a lot of things, but it's still the color of your skin at the end of the day, you know? And so. Well, it's something um, that makes you
2: different. It's something that makes you stand out. It's something that makes you. Okay not not the same as everybody else um i've experienced it um to to some extent whether it's because of age or the color of my skin and it doesn't feel good and it makes you it, it it definitely taints your perspective on what those people represent especially if they're they're coming from a place of of respect and, um, something that you're supposed to look after, like in, in, the, in the ways of a mentor, right? Like it definitely shapes your opinion on those things. And the more you experience it, the more that, that opinion and that, that perspective is going to get reinforced to the point where it's hard to come back from it. Um, yeah. but something that you said earlier, Jose, like, you know, the, uh, with the mental health thing, um, not only do we need to have these conversations, but we also need to change how our society re- looks at the mental health issue and l- let it be known that it's okay to say that I'm, I'm not okay to do my job today or I'm not okay to do X, Y, and Z today. Yeah. Um, and right now, like, I feel like our society for the longest time has not, um, has not let people be okay with it. Like whether it's your job, if you decide like, Hey, you know, especially as a male, if I decide one day, like I'm, I'm not okay like I'm not mentally stable enough to work right now, then you know whether it's society or self-imposed perspective that I decide like, okay, well now I'm starting to question myself as as a male, as a husband, as a father. Like I'm letting these I'm letting these things down, and we have to let go of that stigma. We have to let go of the fact that um, that it you know back in the you know the uh, previous generations where it was not okay for anyone to share emotions because it showed weakness or it showed like you weren't capable to do things, especially, you know, with the older generations who went through like the Great Depression and countless wars, like, you know, there was that stoic sensibility. And and I see this all the time where it's like, especially men who are like, who are in like the athletic world or like they become very competitive, They, they adopt these like very stoic sensibilities and perspectives on life and my fear with that is like it's just going to shut us back off to experiencing emotion and being okay with some days it's not going to be okay like some days are just not and I I can definitely say that you know from someone who is actively in therapy because for a long time I felt like I was not okay to do certain things and to be in certain positions um, in life and now you know being you know four or five four months into this recent run of therapy um, and becoming accept, accepting of that for myself
0: yeah i think it's you know it, and and we can't think that it's like getting better it's not man because you hear about it when somebody takes a mental health day yeah. at work they, they get made fun of man it's like they a do. joke to people and i'm like I'm like, that's a real thing, and 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 my, my company does a good job of – at least my boss is like, hey, if you need this, especially now, like take it. Um, but if you take too many of those days, oh, there's a problem. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's I, – I don't know how – of course, obviously, it's a business thing, right? Because if you take off too many days, then what are we looking at as a business? Yeah, producing. But, Yeah, and and, that's a problem – not a problem with our society, but that is a um, symptom of a problem that we have, which is if you're not a producer, you're not valuable. And someone told me that recently when we were having this conversation about race and – uh, he was basically saying that african americans that aren't producing aren't valuable and that's why and i was like are you are you kidding me like you you believe in jesus and you believe that every life is precious except the ones that don't produce and then and then you hit me with a scripture that does say yes if you don't work you don't eat i get all that but it doesn't mean you're not valuable it doesn't mean you don't you know god doesn't love you now because you don't work or you don't produce and in in producing the way that we think about producing that's another right. problem right so we have to and, and it goes down to how we talk about things and how we're afraid to approach subjects. I love that you brought this up because mental health is a big subject we do not like to approach. We don't want to talk about. We don't want to think about. Race, definitely don't want to think about that, talk about that ever. And, and, and sometimes we even try to downplay it a lot, like like saying these cases aren't about race. Now, because you take it to the extreme, like these cops went in here – only because they were African Americans, they only shot at them because they're African Americans, and they wanted to kill them because they're African Americans. None of those things are true. Right. Okay. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> maybe one of those is true, but <laughs> but um, but they, they, you know, there aren't police trying to hunt people. At least I don't believe so. Um, however, the attitude and the thought process behind it, and the way that we take the information in, is definitely influenced by that. Yep. And if we don't talk about it then we're going to miss out on the biases that we all have, whether it's mental health, whether it's sexism, whether it's racism. Yeah. Um, we all have these biases against people. And so in, I was talking, I was talking to somebody about um, slavery and they had mentioned that, you know, we we're talking about it. And then they were like, well, you know, there were some slave owners that they probably just thought that, you know, because the African race that they're bringing over from Africa, they probably thought them as savages. They, you know, they thought they're improving their life. And I'm thinking, I get what you're trying to say here that maybe some of them had an altruistic meaning. It doesn't matter slavery was an evil thing and it should always be kept evilly, right? Because you could say the same thing about the Holocaust. Well, they thought they were doing them a favor because they didn't think they were people. So why yeah. do they deserve to be on this earth, right? I mean, you could put paint anything in a good light, but it's evil. It slavery is evil. It's an evil thing. I owned a person. That's what it means. Like there's no there's no getting around that. And and there are and then when you downplay that because we don't want to we don't want to face it, and that's our history. That's our country. It's what our country was built on. It is. If you don't believe that it was, look around at all the structures that, that were built by slaves. <laughs> that doesn't mean that white people are bad right now, or all people are bad right now. That doesn't mean any of that stuff. Yep. But if we don't see that part of our history, we think that everything is just hunky dory, and ev- you know everyone's holding hands together.
2: Well, and it's we have not- to we have to continue talking about these things because what what I'm seeing a lot of these days are people using words or saying things where, you know, they they kind of want to talk about it, but they want to leave people comfortable. Um, they, and they don't want to, they don't want to bring it to, they don't want to bring it to too much light because then it it makes people feel uncomfortable and it it makes them question themselves and things like that. And we've, we've gotten too concerned about, um, making people, keeping people comfortable. This is a big thing. And and we we talk about this a lot.
0: Well, here's the thing, like, America's the greatest country, okay? I I love this country, guys, 100%. Don't ever take anything, I'm telling this to be honest, don't ever take anything I ever say, meaning I don't want to be here, I don't like being here. I love this country. I want to make it even better. I don't care if it's the greatest because I want to make it better. I want to find those areas where it's not the greatest, meaning uh, all the school shootings we have, all the police shootings. Like you look around, you look around the world, you don't see that. So we we have to fix these things because these things are not good. They don't make us, they don't make us look like the greatest. That that doesn't diminish anything else America has ever accomplished. And people take it like that every single time. It's like, if I complain about something, that means I hate the whole thing. No, man, I want to make it better. Right. That's, we should, we should find a deficiency and say, let's make this better. Now, You have people that take it on one side and and with any kind of situation and make it about we need to abolish the police. We need to get rid of the police. The police are the bad guys. We should shoot them on sight, stuff like that. No, that's not how you fix a problem. That's not how you solve anything. And the opposite isn't better either. It's just, well, we should just sweep this under the rug and forget all about it. That doesn't help either. That doesn't serve anybody. We need to talk about these things and come and figure them out and then vote. Get out and vote and vote for people. Now, Rick, you already know how I feel about voting. Um, (laughs) But... (laughs) But I really, you know, I'm I'm struggling with this, but I I know it's the right thing to do, no matter what I think the outcome is. Yeah,
2: I mean, sometimes because, sometimes we're left with with options that we don't necessarily wish we had, or we had better options. Um, but I I still think it's important to make that make that decision um, when when possible.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that's a soapbox. That's, <laughs> but um, so so I read a news report today before we got on the air. Um, from USA Today about the Breonna Taylor case, where they uh, originally ran the ballistics and they could not confirm necessarily that it was Kenneth Walker, her boyfriend, that shot the police officer because it was a nine millimeter weapon. He was, but he was the only one with a nine millimeter weapon. Until now, they've released another report saying that um, one of the officers, the one that was actually fired, was issued a nine millimeter weapon. Um, so. It, the of shot course. could have come from the shot could have come from him that struck the officer. Uh, so, you know, we weren't there that night. You'll never know. And this is here's the problem, though, is that uh, I was trying to tell my daughter this. She's 12 and I'm, I, I hate having these conversations with her, but they're important to have because I want her to think critically about these things, yep. as we all should. Right. We shouldn't just take a news report and be like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. I'm going to go, you know, complain about this to everybody or tell her shove it down people's throat. Yeah. Whichever way, whichever news, biased news you guys listen to or watch, you have to take it all in and think critically about it. What does this actually mean? And is there something we can do to change it? Is it, are we gonna have if, if giving our opinion is it gonna add something? And so, you know, to hear that it's disheartening, but the system, there needs to be some kind of change in accountability where we're not just protecting for protection's sake. Yep. You yep. know, I I definitely think that you know because if you let every single person sue a police officer, then you have some somebody that was, you know, uh attempting to actually hurt a police officer, they get manhandled because they tried to streak, strike a police officer and now they're arrested but now they're suing the police officer for, you know, getting injured during the altercation during their right. arrest. You can't have that. That's ridiculous, you right. know. So
2: you you mentioned something about people sharing things uh with news and just being very one-sided. So is somewhat different, different subject. Maybe a little bit lighter. Um, don't share things without researching it and making sure that a the source that you're sharing is is a qualified source. B that the source you're sharing is not a satire website. Um, <laughs> looking looking at people who share Babylon B and the, the Onion, Onion articles yeah. um, as they're serious because guys, let me tell you, Babylon B is a satire website. The Onion is also a satire website. So please do not take those headlines for truth. But
0: Some, sometimes Breitbart is a satire website.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but so many people like, and this is why like, I don't share a lot of stuff on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. Like I, I, I'm very hesitant and Holly's the same way about sharing articles that we find because A, when we see something that we feel is important enough to share, we both take a little bit of extra time Dig into who's sharing it, where the source is coming from, and just making sure that there's it's actually um, someone that you agree with or someone that you're not 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 in disagreement with when you share them, um, and something that is actually actually feels researched, right? Because a lot of times, uh, and I'm guilty of this too, and I realized I was doing this a few months back. Is like, oh, I didn't have time to read it; I just read the headline. But this is this is this is what's going on. Um, w- It's too easy to share information. I'm not going to use the word that everybody hates. It's too easy to share information that may or may may not be researched properly or that may or may not be satire. Um, Take a minute. If you don't have the time, don't press the share button. But take a minute. Do a little research. Research, not research. Research and make sure that you actually understand what you're sharing. Because... It's like wildfire these days. Like someone shares it, and then it gets reshared, and then it gets like a hundred likes, and then like people are talking about it, and then you end up re- realizing like people are arguing over a Babylon Bee, um article that is complete or, or just, satire.
0: Or, or you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you all right now. If you were getting your news from YouTube, just like YouTube clips or something. Yeah. Uh, if you're getting your news from a social media, like an Instagram or a social media. Uh, even Facebook, like if that's where your sole source of news is, stop, don't use it as a news site anymore. Right. Just don't just do what I do. Don't look at the news. Like, forget about it. Then you're done. You're out. If You don't want to, you don't want to take the time. Seriously. If you don't want to take the time to reach like there, if I'm going to look at something, I'm going to take the time and read about it and then give my opinion about yeah. it. <laughs> I, I hate giving my opinion about something that I don't know anything about. And I don't know about the case or don't know enough about it. And and that doesn't mean I know every single little detail but I know enough about it to talk probably both sides about it. But I have so many people, like especially let's go back to Breonna Taylor, right? The case was like, I, you know, people are saying, you know, this is a travesty because she was in her bed, she was sleeping, she got shot, and the people are all like, well, she didn't get shot in her bed, she was up, and I'm like, okay. The problem is, is that even though the person that that's not the point of what they're trying to say. The point is she wasn't involved in this. She was standing next to her boyfriend, and then she got shot through a wall. Yeah. Okay, but the problem is is when you don't have the truth, and even if you mess up on one little detail, people will pounce against everything. Yeah. So it really weakens your stance when you're just trying to say we should care about this person's life. Exactly. Which is which is sad, you know. So, um, but then I have, but I'm sorry. Then I have other people who are like, well, you know, her her boyfriend criminal is the one that shot back. I'm like, no, Kenneth Walker wasn't the criminal. Actually, it was her ex boyfriend. But cool, like you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, before you say something, just just research and make sure that it's the truth.
2: So I'm going to give my wife a little bit of praise here because in, in, in our marriage, sometimes like I've given her the name of the dream crusher. Um, And, and (laughs) Holly will be my, my beacon of truth uh, to some extent to make sure that either what I'm saying or what I want to do actually makes sense in a, in, in the eyes of someone who is not so involved in, in what my idea is. Um, So like I've had like business ideas that like I'll run by Holly and she'd be like, Ugh, that actually doesn't know. Um, and then uh, oftentimes, like when I run across these articles, uh, I'll send them to Holly and be like, hey, what do you think about this? And I'll try to do my research. And then Holly's so good at like kind of digging out the finer details and like digging into it and helping me understand like where I might like I'm in our marriage. I'm probably the more liberal and Holly's uh, a bit more conservative than I am. Um, but she'll, she'll help me like see it from a different perspective where it's like, I just want to pounce on, on certain things. Um, and like, we'll talk about it. So I encourage you find the Holly in your life and have her, have her, um, have this person help you with discernment because that is what my wife does for me.
1: I think though, I think the whole thing really is. It's such a it's such a weird time. I mean, especially with the pandemic on top of everything else. But it's such a it's a tough time that we're going through right now. I mean, we're basically repeating everything that happened back in the '60s. I mean, it's like we're doing it again. And I just I think people are just so confused and scared. I mean, people are scared, yep. and I, I think people are just so. Uh, determined to find a side that makes sense to them and just stick to their guns instead of listening to what people have to say because as a white person I don't understand so and it's not for me to understand but it is I'm supposed to listen yeah. and do what i can to help or support but I think too too many times I mean the I feel like the loudest voices right now are the ones that don't understand. And, and it's like, okay, why don't you just listen to the people that do need to have a louder voice than you. And so, um, but I think right now, everyone's just so confused. They're just trying to uh, figure it out in their head and then they just go balls to the wall with it. And instead of like, okay, well, is what you're saying actually factual? Like, are you, or
2: are you just in the hype of it?
1: And, and that's the problem. Everyone's like, yes, let's let's get on board with this and do this. And it's like, okay, but what? What do you, like, what do you really believe? And are you really valuing human life over your values? Because right. it's like, above all, people are human. I mean, they're human beings. They're a life. And it's, that life is precious, no matter if they're a criminal or a murderer or whatever. It's like, it doesn't matter. They're still a human. Yep. And they deserve to be treated as such. Yep.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a really hard thing to get past to some people, especially, you know, non-believers, but even sometimes believers of like, look, I have four daughters or five daughters. I have multiple children. You, you forgot know, one. Um, well, for, your long. last
2: set of daughters are twins. So, I mean, they're yeah, kind of it's, one, right? Eh,
0: it's okay. <laughs> and I have an older elder foster daughter. I have a lot of kids. OK, um, now I don't support anybody that is a pedophile. I don't you know, I, they're criminals. Uh, they should be, go to jail. They should get mental health counseling in jail. Whatever, right? Um, but this whole trend of like, hey, this person is a is a child rapist. Let's kill them. Like, in, right. let's lynch yeah. them out in the street. Look, guys, I I get it. It's it's a terrible, terrible, disgusting thing. But that person was made by God too. And I don't know. Even if you don't believe in God, that's what I believe. And so if you are listening to this and you hear that God made those people too, if you believe in God, you, ha- you have to recognize that life is precious to God too. Like he created that person. And so I, I, I make an extreme point there because these police officers aren't devils, man. They're not demons. Even even the, even the guy that, that knelt down on George Floyd's neck is not a demon. Okay, he might be um, possessed by a demon, but he's he's a child of God that God made him and loves him. And and are we you know thinking about that person on both sides? You know, and are are we caring about the the victim in in the one that perpetrated? It? Are we caring yeah. about everybody in the situation? And I can tell. By the arguments that people have, we are not. (laughs) We are not caring about everybody in this situation, especially our fellow brother that we're talking to, right? Because, I mean, I I try really hard to respect even the most annoying people on the Internet or or friends that I've I've talked to online, our relatives. I try to respect them because they may not – think the way that i do and that's okay it doesn't have to be think the way i do but if we don't talk about these things and we just shy away from them we're never going to get anywhere and we're going to people are going to be misinformed and i feel like my job is to inform people of the truth they can still make their own points from that but i don't have to be rude about it i don't have to call anybody a name i don't have to i mean you know i don't have to do that yeah so
2: at the end of the day our love for each other as human beings is devoid of circumstance yeah like 100 and that's what we need to remember um, if, if you're a believer, you know, that God's love is not circumstantial, um, as, as, uh, as a creation. Um, but regardless of that, like, uh, our love for each other has to be devoid of circumstance. Um, death should never be the answer on either side of it. And it's, sh- it shouldn't be something that we strive to make. Um, it shouldn't be our goal. Um, and that requires a lot of us to, it, it requires us to talk about it and to discuss these things and to make sure that we're not just in an echo chamber where we're hearing things that reinforce our own values and points.
0: But I will tell you this in the case of Brianna Taylor. So we started with, right. Okay. One of the police officers was indicted for reckless endangerment with a weapon or something like that. Right. But basically the reason that he was indicted was because he shot an adjoining wall to another apartment. Okay. Um, And my only thought in this whole thing is, why is the potential on people on the other side of that wall life more important than the person they actually killed? Yep. Yeah. It's I, I'm not, I'm not saying any, I'm not making a judgment call. I'm just like, I, it's a question I have. Yep. And, well, it, and why,
1: it's scary that, that the accountability is not there. And this isn't the first time that there hasn't been a account- accountability. It's like, I would like to know that there are systems in place that, when this happens again because it will that we can hold the people responsible responsible for it and and not just be like well you know there were other circumstances so we're just going to go ahead and give this a pass I mean at the end of the day an innocent woman died I mean she she was completely innocent she was murdered and nobody was held responsible there is zero accountability for the fact that an innocent life was taken yep. and they were more concerned about the wall and the people on the other side of the wall because it was another family with a baby and they they are also important and it's like yes he should be held responsible for those people too along with Brianna Taylor he was reckless and someone died because of it yep. like there should be accountability I would like to know that if a situation like that happened to us and somebody in my family died in the same way that I would, there would be justice, not just, Oh, well, we made a mistake. Uh, move on. It's like, that's not okay. There has to be accountability and to make us feel safer as a community. Like we have to know that there's accountability at the end of the day.
0: Yep. And, and so, you know, I I started this conversation off saying that I, I thought this was a separate Thing from you know I just thought it was separate from the other ones and, and and here's the here's the reality of everything it is each one of these cases is a separate thing yes we have to be we have to be careful in comparing things yeah instance to other cases yeah we, it's hard we to can't do just lump everything right?
2: together
1: right
0: no and, and there was another case where you know obviously the the police officer was was a minority and he shot a Caucasian woman and killed her. And then he got sentenced to jail. So that's not fair. And like, it was totally different circumstances. We can't, we have to stop doing that. I think it's important to, to, to highlight certain things sometimes, but if we just go off of the comparison that weakens our argument, it weakens the stance. The point is, is that in this instance, someone innocent was murdered. They didn't have a criminal background. There's something needs to be done. We have in, in George Floyd, he was murdered not by a gun. Someone knelt on his neck, man. Um, people are getting shot in the back. There's different circumstances. They're all different, and we should treat them that way, but we should we can lump the names together yep. because they're all people, and that is important, that this is somebody's daughter. This is somebody's son. This is somebody's brother. This is somebody's father. This is somebody's mother. These, these are people, right, and no matter what they've done in their life – you can't just say they deserve death. They deserve this. They did the wrong thing. Because I would hate. I would hate for something I did in the past and have right. moved on from. <clears throat> so for someone for someone to tell me, well, you know, we can't we can't feel anything for this person because they made a mistake or they did the wrong thing in the past. That's yep. not I just I don't know how you you make things okay by saying that, you know, I, I think, I think you can mourn the loss of Brianna Taylor in this world and, and really mourn for her and mourn for the, the, the reaction and also want to see cops raised up in a place where they're supposed to be. And also want them to be held accountable. Right. You can, you can have, yeah. you can desire all those things together at the same time. It doesn't have yeah, to be one or don't the conflict. other because, and here's the thing we want, we want to win an argument. And if you want to win an argument, I'm gonna let you win because I don't I don't I'm not here to win an argument. Yeah. I'm I'm here to educate and, and really have a good discussion and be educated. I want to be educated too. That's why I have these discussions. If someone thinks that I'm wrong, if you think we're wrong about what we're saying or we miss something, man, email us seriously. Like email us and tell us. We'll put it on the air and say, hey, we yeah we didn't think about it this way because yeah. that's what discourse is about. Uh, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com.
2: You can tweet us at IGTGS show. That was a really good segue, Jose.
0: I know. It was a great segue, man. I'm <laughs> so good at this. Um, you can go to Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Post there.
2: You can post something on Instagram at it's going to get stupid.
0: And you can go to YouTube.com and search it's going to get stupid. And lastly, you can thing, also still search thief with Ansel Egor if you want, or Engelhor, <laughs> whatever his name is.
2: <laughs> I put that video in the show notes for last episode. And lastly, you can leave us a voicemail at 281 698 7043. Um, and if you want to talk about what we're talking about, whether it's movies or stuff that's going on in society, just let us know. And we'll have those discussions
0: for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we're doing on time.
2: I don't know either. I kind of lost but, track. I don't remember what time we started.
0: <laughs> I was probably interested. I do. I do. It's okay. So since we're you know we talk about movies a lot, I did want to talk about. It. It's interesting enough. So I watched the movie Harriet. Yep. Which is about Harriet Tubman in the Underground Railroad. I thought it was a very good movie. Um, I thought it was done really well. There was some, I, I think whether you watch the movie or not, we need to be educated on our past. Yes. That's yes. what it really yes. had me understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we really do. And, in the, and we need to know everything and, and not just, not just put it in light of good or bad or evil or this, but just understand how we became a country. Because I, I know I, I, I watched it with my 12 year old daughter. And she had a lot of questions, and it was really good for us to talk about things and to talk about slavery and how bad, terrible it is, you know, and then to see it and then to remember that man, at one time it was okay to own another person. Just not yeah. and not like not like indentured service, but just like I this is a piece of my freaking property. Yeah. And and and, and how and but then also how much your livelihood was now tied to this property. Yeah. Right. You think about these people. And so so I'm telling you, I actually had some sympathy for people living in the generations, you know, because my dad owned slaves. Well, this is my farm. This is what we do. If I lose these slaves, we're going to lose the farm. It it doesn't justify any of their actions at all. Do not hear me saying that. But I can understand what could turn a heart evil, um, especially greed. You know, in 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 a survival, and the only way we know how. Or because if I let...
2: especially if it's the only way you, yeah. Especially if it's the only way you know how to 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 do things, and you've never been taught that there's a different way. Like it's yeah. again, when I when I bring up, you know, being comfortable, like you get comfortable in that state, yeah. And it's hard to to remove yourself from it. It's hard to remove yourself from it.
0: And so, learning about Harriet Tubman and what she did, and interestingly enough, they put in some. Um, some spiritual aspects where she was praying to God, and she—I didn't know—I didn't know any of this because you don't learn any about that. You definitely don't learn that in school. You learn about Harriet Tubman. I knew about the Underground Railroad. Yeah, I knew she freed like 70 slaves. I knew she was—you know—some of her history. She was, she freed herself, um, but they don't talk about religion in school usually. So, so it was really interesting to hear that perspective, and I want to know more. And I, I think you know, uh, my daughter and I and Julie are going to read more about Harriet Tubman and like really kind of read some of her writings maybe or whatever someone wrote a book about her or something like that um, and kind of really get a feel for what was going on um, because I, I want I want to bring that history more to my children we started with Hamilton we watched Hamilton so we still start talking to about watch it. we started talking about the founding of the nation uh, but yeah I would recommend Harriet it was a really good movie um, I don't again the reason I also want to go into the historical aspects is I don't know exactly how historical accurate it was um, it was yeah. entertaining though it was, it was very entertaining
2: we still have yet to watch Hamilton, and it's not because I don't want it, to. It It's because you don't like musicals. No, I like musicals. No, I, I don't think you do. No, I enjoy musicals. It's, nope. Lin, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda.
0: I don't even know why. What's We've talked about this. I, I know. I just hate him for no reason, <laughs> just like uh, with Corey Feldman. Who was that guy you hated last week?
2: Cameron Diaz.
0: Oh, wasn't Corey Feldman? No. no, even before that. No, it's, uh, oh, oh, Jason Momoa. I like your hate for Jason Momoa. And Justin Bateman. I feel like, yeah, Jason Bateman. Bateman makes sense. Not Justin sense, Bateman, okay. Jason Bateman.
1: I'm really sad There's, there's
0: a it. dude right now named Justin Bateman. He's like, what's my problem, bro?
1: <laughs> no, his sister's name is Justine, Justine. Bateman.
2: Yes. Wouldn't that be wow. interesting if they were Justin and Justine Bateman?
1: What do you mean? They are just no, it's no, Jason. exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah. Now you've done it. Now you've done I just, ma- I just done
0: matrixed it. you. Thank you. Why uh, have you done this?
2: <laughs> on a lighter note, Holly and I watched Enola Holmes, which recently came out on Netflix. Um, it is, uh, it was, it was decent. It stars Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, and who plays the other?
1: Um, Sam Claflin.
2: Sam Claflin. I don't even know who that is.
1: He was the guy from Hunger Games. The
0: the game maker
1: no though
0: no that was Finnick. uh what's his name Finnick. Finnick. oh Finnick. Finnick. okay okay yeah now and now he was also see. the
1: prince. Finnick he, yeah he was also the prince in like uh snow white and the huntsman yeah the prince and he's okay. been in a lot of things so, so was, you're, you're hitting he a lot was of in here. me me before you he was the guy in the wheelchair
2: okay yeah yeah, yeah. Since yeah. I made you watch Soup? the you cry did. Fest. The you did. You did I made you watch that. Uh, Enola Holmes was was decent. It was it was an interesting um, it was an interesting story. It was about Sherlock Holmes's sister, Anola, yep. which is backwards for alone. Um, uh, what?
1: <laughs> so basically, like the Anola Holmes series was it's was written in like two thousand six or something. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not an old series, so it was. So it was released and it's just this whole series about her and yeah. her sleuthing skills. And then like Mycroft and Sherlock Holmes are there, like in the background, because they're older, and much yeah. older. So it's mainly just focuses on her. So but the there was some controversy with this movie because the um Conan Doyle estate um tried to get the movie to not be released because The public property of Sherlock Holmes is he is emotionless. And because, like, there's, like, three years that Arthur Conan Doyle wrote uh, Sherlock Holmes with emotions, and that is not part of his public domain. Like, so you cannot, any portrayal of Sherlock Holmes unless you pay for the rights, he has to be emotionless. So because Henry Cavill played him with emotion, they were trying to sue. Very little emotion. (laughs) (laughs) They were trying to sue um netflix to get it uh pulled they didn't want it released yep and it's like it's not even about him he's just no. he might be in it 10 minutes at the very minutes, most yeah yeah like it's anywhere from like
2: five to seven minutes and he laughs once but, throughout the entire movie well it's because he wow. wanted to
1: take care of her like yeah. he wanted to make sure she was protected and they were like no that's that's yeah. not a characteristic of sherlock Holmes." and that... he
2: showed affection towards enola and as s- as a sister so
1: they tried to they tried to have a pulled, but it was good i mean it, I it was good it.
2: um it i was what,
1: wondering how you felt because i know you don't like period pieces i don't like period pieces and it was very period
2: there was a lot of like breaking the um the fourth wall uh from it it was no. good it, was, oh, done. it really? was done well no but it was done it well. was done well it was done well it wasn't
1: like, like jay and silent bob breaking the fourth wall it was like it was it was done well it, it wasn't
0: was... Bob don't break the fourth oh yeah they do it's like is. she
1: narrates herself like yeah. she'll be in action and then she'll stop to look at the camera to oh, do a narration no. it was actually well done oh, though. It, it, it wasn't
0: super gimmicky um, but
1: jose there was no time travel so there was no, no time okay. travel well, but
0: actually, I think it is time travel because we're going back in time. The whole movie is a time travel in itself.
2: Um, but it, it was it was done really well. So it wasn't a Netflix production; it was only Netflix distributed. It was a spo- it was a, it was a supposed to it was supposed to have a theatrical release, but yeah. you know, COVID happened
1: because of COVID. Um, they sold the rights to Netflix to pro- to release it. Yeah. So I wonder because I. It, they definitely left it where there could be more stories. And I think the Enola Holmes series, there's like six of them. Yeah. So, I mean, if it does well, I, I think they will definitely make more, but I wonder if they'll just keep it with Netflix or if they'll try to go back to theater. So the it. interesting
2: thing is um, for me that I've kind of found interesting is Millie Bobby Brown. I thought she did a really good job as an actress in this movie. Whereas in like stranger things, she very, she plays a very like single lane character
1: but that's what 11 is she's very slowly hold
2: hold on hold on hold on everyone's jumping on my case already no 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 and in
0: godzilla she was trash
2: and in godzilla (laughs) like she was just a whiny kid right she
0: wasn't she didn't do i don't i don't think she did a good job i mean exactly and and that's my point i don't
2: don't have any problems with her playing 11 i think her her portrayal as 11 is great but it doesn't show a lot of range, right? Like It just shows a, a singular, like um, it's it, a monolithic character that acts one way and there's very little deviation from that. Yeah. Here, we got to see some humor. We got to see her do some action. We got to see her do a bit of, a bit of drama and everything. And I felt like it did a, a much better job of showing her potential as a, a future actor um, than anything else that she's done. Right like yeah, I think yeah. her as Eleven in Stranger Things was what got her out there because it was right. such a unique it was such a unique role and she did really well at it. Godzilla did not do her any justice.
1: No.
0: And 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 I you know I was I was actually very interested to see how she would do in a movie. Right. Um so I may have to check this out. Um, and Helena because... Bottom
1: Carter's her plays her mom. It was yeah. it had a really solid. great cast. Solid. It yeah. had a solid cast and I think she I think she pulled it off pretty well.
2: Yeah. The And while I do hate period pieces, I do feel like this one succeeded at it because it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't control the movie necessarily for me. Like sometimes like I feel like it it just gets, it's too much of the period piece. Like the, the time like sets too much of it. I felt like this didn't necessarily control it as much as I've seen in other instances. I don't know like if that Mary makes Queen sense.
0: of Scots.
1: Well, they did. It was very um, modern in the fact that the cast, like even the like supporting cast, was very multiracial. Exactly. And it yeah. wasn't, they didn't stick to what it actually would have been during this time, where it would just have been a sea of white faces. They actually had some supporting characters um, that were yeah. not white. And so I think that that helped. I mean, because it's like um, Coppola's. Um, Marie Antoinette movie, which I love so much. It was the same thing. That
0: movie is trash.
1: I love that movie so much, but Sofia
0: Coppola is the worst director ever. Oh,
1: stop! (laughs) But it's like it was like yes, it was set during a time, but they also modernized it with like just the cast and just the way that they portrayed. Just the way that they, it was a
2: bowl of mashed potatoes.
1: The way they spoke <laughs> and the way that they were, potatoes. they interacted with each other, and that's how Enola Holmes was. Yeah. It was very, yes, set during a t- certain time, but they modernized it with just the Diversity. people, the cast, and just the way that, yeah, like the women ha- were a little more powerful than they would have been during that time, and which had a lot to do with. Well, it too. it's
2: interesting that you bring this up because I'm. Like I, I have the current Star Wars trilogy on while, while I'm working, like in the background, and it, it's it's really interesting looking at all three tri- trilogies when they were made. It's like the first trilogy is very like monoculture. There's not a lot of diversity in the cast.
0: Lando is awesome,
2: a hundred percent. But he's like he's like a he's like <laughs> a singular instance in in that trilogy. And then you have the second trilogy, the the prequels, where they start to they start to add a little bit more diversity. It's still not a lot.
1: It's got Samuel L. Jackson. It does.
2: But then like the most recent trilogy, like it is very, like there's a lot of diversity in the background players and the main characters and everything. And so it's like, that's like one way I think it's like kind of stamped in time of like when those things are produced. Yeah. And so even though Enola Holmes is a period piece, it has modern best practices put into it and it's not shoved down your throat. It is very much like it's just it's just the way it like it just it it's seamless. I think the the, way it was I added. think
1: people are starting to realize that if it's not like I know, like with Harriet, yeah. you would have to adhere to a certain yes. um, <laughs> dynamic with how it was because you're actually trying to tell an actual historical event. But I think if you're telling a historical uh, story, but it's not uh, I mean, it's fictional yeah. and everyone knows it's fictional. I think. It's good to show a little diversity and maybe cheat that a little bit because I think it's important to, I mean, if it's a fictional and you're not telling an actual story that happened in the past and you're not trying to be historically accurate, I think it's important to have a bit of color, like brighten it up a little bit. Don't make it just so monochromatic. And it's like, I think, um, I think they did a good job with that. Leave the skin on your
2: mashed potatoes because it
0: adds some color to the bowl. (laughs) Shut up y'all are terrible <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with you we just had this major discussion
1: what do you mean so, y'all that was that ma- that was that was rick
0: that was all splashed, me splashed a bit of color on there anyways <laughs> y'all are goofy uh anyways <laughs> so was a good movie though
2: yeah it was it was good i definitely recommend it uh it was a fun watch it was very light um and sometimes you just need a light movie to just get you through the evening
0: yes through the 2020 whatever yeah, one of the exactly. other <laughs> exactly exactly um, cool well um yeah thanks for listening and um we really hope you join in the conversation because i like i love talking about um uh society issues and politics
1: poli- poli- politics oh no, politics. no again again every time.
0: i just don't like pilates. speaking english <laughs> I, I like talking i don't like talking about pilates normally <laughs> um but uh but i
2: uh-oh we lost Jose again
1: that's why he doesn't like to talk about it. jeremy renner's coming back he's
2: like you didn't pay you're not caught up on your renner bucks <laughs> hold on one second he do, 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 do.
1: said he didn't like to talk about it
2: yep he didn't like to talk about pilates and we were starting to talk about pilates oh man i think we might have lost him I think he's gone he's either calling me or i'm trying to call him i'm gonna try this one more time let's see what happens i straight doing Straight hung up on
0: your face. <laughs> I hung up on your face is so great. I
2: said. I said Jeremy Renner was coming back. I heard. I heard. No, I heard.
0: I hear. It's so weird. I. You guys are talking. I can hear it, but I can't say anything. And then it just goes. Doot, doot, doot.
2: That's the power um,
0: of Renner. The joys. The joys of. Uh, I don't know why it's doing that. I have no idea. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Normally.
0: Um, anyway. So yeah. Uh, let us know again. Reach us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com.
2: You can tweet us at IGTGS show.
0: You can go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid and post something there.
2: Uh, you can post something and tag us in it at it's going to get stupid on Instagram.
0: Uh, you go to fa- uh, not Facebook. You go to youtube.com and then search. Uh, it's going to get stupid podcast and uh, look at some of our old recordings.
2: I'm going to put up the audio recordings. Eli. on YouTube. Sure, whatever. I'm going to do it. Leave us a voicemail at 16987043. We'll be sure to listen to it and maybe play it on air.
0: Make sure you review and rate us. Uh, it does mean a lot. Five stars. Thank you.
2: And if you can somehow make it six stars, please go ahead and do that.
0: If you can put 20 stars, that'd be great. Man. Yeah. Ooh, be great. Here's
2: what you should do. You should review us multiple times and leave four five-star ratings, and then it would be 20 stars.
1: Yeah. Don't you have to have a different email address? That's each fine. Like, I don't care you what you need just want people to, to sign up for email? Maybe we shouldn't do that. Uh,
0: <laughs> we don't all agree with that. Please don't remove us. <laughs> we are not trying to game we're not trying to game the system
2: or maybe we are
0: or maybe we are so anyway um i think the big thing is listen to each other be nice to each other um be excellent just because, to each other yeah be excellent you could do that too <laughs> just because someone is saying something you don't understand or believe in or have experienced does not make it untrue 100 percent. even on the other end. side so great way to end so we'll see you next time uh have a good week and yeah be excellent to each other i like that bye y'all
2: bye